Ladies and gentlemen, the following segment of the podcast is presented exclusively by Hillsdale College. For over 175 years, four purposes have defined Hillsdale's mission, learning, character, faith, and freedom. Thank you for listening and my sincere appreciation to our brothers and sisters at Hillsdale for their great sponsorship. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Number 877-381-3811, On this program, uh, we continue to uh, make decisions, strategic decisions about who we will bring on in hour three in order to help promote. We've been doing this now for several weeks, and we're going to continue to do it right up to the election. And then, of course, election coverage in 14 days. Um, I have some bad news for you. There are two candidates running neck and neck. Republicans running neck and neck. In New Hampshire, you have Bulldog, who's been on the program. In Arizona, you have Masters, who's been on the program. And Mitch McConnell has pulled every penny out of New Hampshire because he doesn't like Bulldog, who's an independent thinker and will decide who it is he chooses to vote for should he get elected to the Senate for the leader of the Republicans. So he took almost $6 million out of New Hampshire yesterday while Bulldog has tied the incumbent, Hassan. Masters in Arizona is neck and neck now with Kelly. Neck and neck. McConnell has refused to spend one plug nickel not a penny to help masters in Arizona. McConnell's also trying to defeat, as we discussed, Shabaka, the, con- the conservative who is endorsed by all the Republican entities, which are conservative in the state of Alaska. And the Republican Party of Alaska today censured Mitch McConnell who has spent millions and millions to promote Lisa Murkowski, who is now endorsed by the Democrat Party, 
who's now endorsed by the Democrat running for the House as she endorsed the Democrat running for the House in return. Mitch McConnell supports Murkowski. These are three races. If we lose them, are on Mitch McConnell. We have a perfect opportunity to take New Hampshire and defeat an incumbent. Mitch McConnell has just undermined the Republican candidate. So I want to encourage all conservatives, you got to turn out in New Hampshire. We have a perfect opportunity to send Blake Masters to Washington, D.C. and defeat Mark Kelly. And if Masters loses, that is on Mitch McConnell. You folks in Arizona, you got to double down here and work hard. Kelly Shabaka, who we've had on this program and on TV, is a fantastic conservative, a citizen candidate, whereas Murkowski has been in the Senate 30 years, was appointed to that position by her father, and changed the election system in Alaska so she wouldn't have to run in the Republican primary where she would be defeated. She needs the Democrat Party's support and Washington Rhino establishment support to win. She's the Democrat in the race. Murkowski has to be viewed as the Democrat in the race. So if Shabaka loses and Masters loses and Bulldog loses, that's three conservative Republicans that Mitch McConnell will have defeated. Now, why would he do such a thing? Because all three of them are not going to vote for him to be the leader of the Republican Party in the Senate. Mitch McConnell doesn't give a crap about you. He despises the base. He worked for Ford against Reagan. He despises Trump. He hated the Tea Party. Pretty much the way the Wall Street Journal editorial page goes, Mitch McConnell goes. They want change. Just not that much. Now this is a Tea Party moment in many ways. In many ways. We wouldn't have had Mike Lee or Rand Paul or Marco Rubio. We wouldn't have had later Ted Cruz but for this movement, which overlaps with today's movement. I want you to think about this. And should we take the United States Senate? There needs to be a significant number of Republican senators who vote no for Mitch McConnell to be the leader of the Republicans. Because if they are in the majority, it'll be no thanks to McConnell. Oh, yeah, he's got his surrogates on TV and radio telling you all the money he's pouring into Oz in Pennsylvania. The truth is, he waited. The truth is, you and Oz and his campaign are responsible for where he is. Fetterman has done more to help Oz than McConnell has. Now he's pouring money into the state. He was about to cut off Herschel Walker. But Walker rebounded. Now he's helping Walker. He was no big fan of... And I can go down the list. Many years ago, 
Mitch McConnell would call radio hosts from time to time. He only calls a few now, like my buddy Hugh Hewitt and a few others, but he used to call most of us. He called me. We're talking about Indiana, the Senate race. It was 2010, the election of 2010. I supported the conservative treasurer. And he wanted... uh, Amazing, these people go, and I can't remember their names. Anyway, there was a senator there who had been there forever. Lugar, that's who it was. Lugar being a rhino. Lugar lost the Republican primary, and I said to McConnell, this is good. We got a conservative running. I'm not so sure about that. I don't know that we can keep that seat. That's when I knew we had a big problem. Years and years ago, I knew we had a big problem, and he's still there. He's still there. It's unbelievable, really. Now, I want to tell Hakeem Jeffries something. Democrat out of New York who hopes to be a one day the Speaker of the House. Republicans apparently don't believe in democracy anymore. You are a sleazeball. You're a liar. You're a demagogue. Your policies, your agenda is so pathetic. It's so anti-American. It's so anti-working Americans. It's so destructive of families. That you have got to resort to this same Republicans don't care about democracy anymore. Who the hell do you think you're talking about? Half the country doesn't care about democracy anymore? You, you jerk, it's your party. That trashes the Constitution. That trashes separation of powers. That trashes the Supreme Court. That trashes the men who wrote the Constitution, who ratified the Constitution. You, you jerk, and your party. You don't support it. Hakeem Jeffries. Who the hell does he think he is? Oh, he's a member of Congress. Oh, my goodness. How wonderful. He runs in a district in which he can't lose. And he's lecturing us about democracy. Democracy. Was that democracy in 2000 when you jerks went to court to try and steal the election? Was that democracy in 2004 when you jerks objected to the count of the Electoral College? Was that democracy in 2016 when you jerks tried to overthrow an elected president by the name of Trump? We don't need lectures from Hakeem Jeffries. Isn't this one of the cities, this city in Washington, among others, who want illegal aliens to vote? But don't worry. They believe in democracy. Democracy. Your party. Your party, Hakeem Jeffries. Shame on you. Your party, the party of slavery and segregation. Your party, the party of Jim Crow. Your party. Don't hand me the 1964 and 65 Civil Rights Acts. You know why those laws had to be passed? Roland Martin, genius. You know why they had to be passed, America? Wasn't because, quote-unquote, white people wouldn't follow the 13th and 14th and 15th Amendments, the Civil War Amendments, which were ratified by white people. 
It's because of Democrats. Democrats would not honor Reconstruction. Democrats supported the Klan. Democrats supported Plessy versus Ferguson. Democrats opposed legislation right up into the 1940s. Federal legislation that would eliminate and make it a federal crime to lynch people. Democrats. Democrats in the 1960s opposed integration, including Biden. The 1964 and 65 Civil Rights Acts had to be passed to stop the Democrats. Wasn't Republicans who were preventing black people from voting. It wasn't Republicans that had literacy tests. It wasn't Republicans standing in the door of elementary schools and high schools to prevent black and white kids from going to school together. They were Democrats. Now, what's that about democracy, Hakeem? You moron. This party, this Democrat party is anti-American. The party of the Confederacy. Now the party of Marxism. Never the party of Americanism. That's what's on the line. Then, oh, I'm a moderate Democrat. Oh, yes, I am. There are no moderate Democrats in public office anymore. Not one. They're liars. They lie to their, to their citizenry to get elected. They lie. They bring in their billionaires. They're billionaires who are aristocrats, who are oligarchs, who no more believe in capitalism than Hakeem Jeffries. Certain type of billionaire. And these billionaires, like Soros and Gates and all the rest of them, they take their money, they get their lawyers, their campaign lawyers, their election lawyers, and they wash their millions and millions and millions through groups to buy TV ads, to smear Republicans and promote Democrats, to lie about their candidate and lie about their opponent. They don't want to run on their record. They don't want to run on their modern day record. They don't want to run on their historical record. And then, of course, they have the media corporations, the Comcasts, the AT&Ts. They've got Verizon. They've got their media corporations on whose boards these leftist corporatists sit who are brainwashed through their colleges and all the rest of it. And they advance their agenda. And here's what they know. These corporatists know that the Democrats will punish them if they don't go along. They will use the full force of the FBI, the SEC, the FTC. They will use the full force of the IRS. They will use taxation and regulation to put them out of business. And they throw in with them. Conversely, they know on the Republican side that the Republicans talk tough, but in the end, they're gutless. Nonetheless, 
We must vote against the Democrats and for the Republicans. And the best of the Republicans are the ones that are not endorsed and supported by Mitch McConnell. The best of them. Because he's a piece of Adam Schiff. Don't you think, Mr. Producer? I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Rights, immigration, foreign policy, marriage. These subjects are a big part of political dialogue today. We talk about them often on my show. They're at the heart of so many campaigns this election. But what did our founding fathers say about these issues? We've moved so far from the founders' understanding of government that you'll be surprised by their answers. And my favorite college, Hillsdale College, has the best way to learn about the founders' deep and wise insights into human nature. Today, you can join Hillsdale professors Thomas West and David Azarad as they explore the thoughts and ideas of America's founders in Hillsdale's newest free online course, The Real American Founding, A Conversation. So don't wait, folks. The midterm elections are right around the corner, and you need to understand the founders' thoughts about the pressing issues of their and our time. Watch the trailer video of The Real American Founding, A Conversation. It's a killer. And sign up for this new, completely free online course at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. I want to do something here that I think is very important. We owe a tremendous debt of gratitude to parents out there who are going to these school board meetings. A tremendous debt of gratitude. They're fighting for their children, but they're also fighting for the country. I want to thank the parents, and I want you to see how uniting this is becoming. We talked about it the other week. How Christian groups and Muslim groups are joining together to go to these school board meetings in Dearborn, in Dearborn, I should say. Of a large number of parents who are Muslim coming out to these school board meetings condemning the filth that the children are being taught. And you know what? I want to thank them. All parents should join together. I want to thank the Hispanic community who's turning out in large numbers and condemning the filth that is being taught our children and our grandchildren. And of course, all parents, regardless of background and faith, I want to thank you all because you're the point of the spear. And I don't know what we'd do without you. Parents unite. Save the country. In two weeks, you have an opportunity as well. I'll be right back. Rights, immigration, foreign policy, marriage. These subjects are a big part of political dialogue today. We talk about them often on my show. They're at the heart of so many campaigns this election. But what did our founding fathers say about these issues? We've moved so far from the founders' understanding of government that you'll be surprised by their answers. And my favorite college, Hillsdale College, has the best way to learn about the founders' deep and wise insights into human nature. Today, you can join Hillsdale professors Thomas West and David Azarad 
that as they explore the thoughts and ideas of America's founders in Hillsdale's newest free online course, The Real American Founding, A Conversation. So don't wait, folks. The midterm elections are right around the corner, and you need to understand the founders' thoughts about the pressing issues of their and our time. Watch the trailer video of The Real American Founding, A Conversation. It's a killer. And sign up for this new, completely free online course at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. Nobody says it better than Mark Levin. I'll go with what Mark Levin said, because nobody could say it better. Call in now at 877-381-3811. You know, Mr. Producer, I think Joe Biden is addicted to this vaccine. They keep calling him Booster. What's he on, his 10th shot? Hey, hey, hey. His vaccine, hey, I'm liking it. Hey, can I get another booster? Yes. Sure, Joe. Yeah, yeah. When's the next one? When's the next booster coming so I can get my ass in gear here? Yeah. Shut up, you idiot. Speaking of which. Hillary Rotten Clinton. She really is. What's the word? What can I use? They've kind of all been used over the years. Can't say that on the air. No, I won't use that one. She's grotesque in every respect. And so she's doing video messages now. And I might say, and I say this as a positive criticism. Hillary, video doesn't work for you. Unless you're wearing a mask, a bag over your head, or burqa. The video doesn't work for you. You get my drift? Bill knows what I'm talking about. Anyway, Hillary is in a video message on something called Indivisible.org. What is that, Mr. Left-wing group, Indivisible.org. She should be on a group called Invisible.org, if I were her. Wouldn't you, Mr. Producer? And uh, she's on there yesterday. And you know, it's funny. They talk about QAnon. I have no idea what QAnon is. I told you the story about some guy walking up to me at one of these food courts on on, uh, Route 95 on the East Coast when I'm driving either up to New Jersey or back from New Jersey and grabs my arm and he says, Q. I said, Q, what the hell are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about. I said, pal, take your hand off my arm. I have no idea what you're talking about. And that was that. But apparently we're all part of this QAnon conspiracy. Why? Because the media says we are. Ooh, okay. But what is the conspiracy that Hillary Clinton's leading? We have to ask our friend Philly Bump. Philly? Oh, by the way, there's another article out there trashing Ted Cruz taking little shots at me. Philly, do you ever, ever write a piece criticizing the Democrats? You're such an a-hole, and you write so poorly. Obviously, the Washington Compost has lowered its standards, which were low to begin with. Literacy is not a requirement. Anyway, where was I? So, apparently, all of you right-wing extremists, a.k.a. Republicans are conspiring to steal the 2024 election. Whoa! 
We're not done conspiring to con- steal the 2022 election. And here we are, conspiring to steal the 2024 election. Cut two, go. But there's also good news. Let me, let me change that. Cut one. I apologize. I know we're all focused on the 2022 midterm elections, and they Isn't are... she inspiring? In- I know you're all, we're all focused on the... Uh, can't we appoint her to, uh, like, ambassador to uh, Guatemala or ambassador to, uh, where can we send her? Russia. That would be good. Ambassador to Russia. Go ahead. Important. But we also have to look ahead. Yes. Because you know what? Our opponents no. certainly are. Oh. Right-wing extremists already have a plan to literally steal the next presidential election oh my lord can you let us in on it qanon didn't tell me what it was go ahead they're not making a secret of it no the right wing controlled supreme court maybe oh, 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 oh. the right wing the right wingers everywhere so this now now let's just stop a second all these lectures about democracy all these frauds in the media and in the Democrat Party, look how they trash the Supreme Court because they don't get what they want. It's illegitimate and it's right wing. So if hope uphold the Constitution, it's right wing. She's one sick, sick woman. Go ahead. I'm giving state. Hold on. Leg- She's one sick former birthing person. I'm not allowed to say woman. Go ahead. Yes, you heard me that correctly. State Wait a minute. We heard me that correctly, Mr. Producer. She's going to the Al Sharpton School of Literacy. That's right. You heard me that correctly. Now, she was a big lawyer. Ooh. Go ahead. Power to overturn presidential elections. <gasps> what? Really? Go ahead. Just think, if that happens, the 2024 presidential election could be decided not by the popular vote or even no, by stop, the... Stop, stop, stop. Elections aren't decided by the popular vote. May I ask you a question, Mr. Is, is marijuana legal in Westchester, excuse me, legal in Westchester County? All of New York, it's legal now? Is she a pothead? Is something going on here? Hey, you know what? I'm like Joe. I'm enjoying those vaccine shots. Can we have another one? I need a booster. Go ahead. Anachronistic electoral college, but by state... Oh, there you go. She hates the electoral college. We're supposed to be elected by the direct vote. What constitution is she reading? Go ahead. Many of them Republican controlled. All right, here's what she's saying. And she's one big lie operative. And they've got these law school professors, you know, these commies all over the place. They're pushing the same propaganda. And what are these commies saying? Did I say commies? Yes, commies. What are they saying? 
Article 2, Section 1, Clause 2 of the Constitution, which we've talked about endlessly, provides, simply put, that the state legislatures shall determine how electors are chosen. It says legislatures. Doesn't say governors, doesn't say lower courts, doesn't say federal courts, doesn't say voters. Legislatures. Soon after the Constitution was ratified by the states, many, many, if not most, of the state legislatures chose the electors without even votes. And over time, of course, we have what's called voting. But sometimes there's disputes. Remember Florida in 2000, where the State Supreme Court loaded with a bunch of crackpot left-wing Democrats dressed up as judges, kept changing the election procedure for chats. Oh, it's hanging. It's kind of punctured. It's not punctured. Give me my magnifying glass. And they kept making rulings that would benefit the Democrat Party and Al Gore. Finally, the Republican state legislature said, we're meeting. We're going to fix this under the federal constitution, the federal constitution. But they didn't have to do anything because the U.S. Supreme Court stepped in and told the state Supreme Court in Florida, that's enough. That's enough. Case like that was brought to the U.S. Supreme Court out of the 2020 election in Pennsylvania. Almost identical in many respects, except worse. Back then, the court had a 7-2, excuse me, 7-member, 5-2 majority, all radical left-wing teacher union thug justices and they kept changing the the election rules right up to the end now in pennsylvania it's even harder to change the election rules you have to amend your constitution in pennsylvania that didn't happen this was litigation brought by the democrat party so the democrat party succeeded in changing the election laws throughout the country including in swing states i didn't say swinger states i said swing states although those two including including in uh, Pennsylvania. With lawyers like Mark Elias and his ilk, slip and fall, ambulance chasing, political hack, Democrat Party lawyers. So it worked well, so they want to continue this. So in North Carolina, the Speaker of the House said, no, you're not going to continue this. When again, the Democrat-controlled Supreme Court of North Carolina decided that it was going to choose the congressional districts. So... They brought a lawsuit that's now at the Supreme Court. So the Democrats are trashing the possibility that the federal constitution will be upheld. It's a right-wing court. Right-wing. Extremist, radical, right-wing. Neo-Nazi, white supremacists. Especially Clarence Thomas. He's not white. No, he's the biggest white supremacist, don't you know? So that's what Hillary Rotten Clinton is doing, ladies and gentlemen. Whatever she supports, you must oppose. In fact, that's down the line anymore. Whatever the, I love that. Uh, we got a bipartisanship. I don't have bipartisanship. The Democrat Party is an evil, poisonous force in this country. I don't know how it got through the riots of 2020 unscathed. On all kinds of things, even unrelated to slavery, were torn down, burned, trashed. But there's the Democrat Party and most of the people doing all this.
are Democrats. Most of the people doing all the things that they're riding against are Democrats. Hillary Clinton's party. Hillary Clinton, one of her mentors was J. William Fulbright, just like her husband. J. William Fulbright was a racist segregationist who, along with the former head of the Democrat majority and minority in the Senate, Robert Byrd filibustered the 1964 Civil Rights Act. Oh, yeah. Orville Faubus, remember him, Arkansas? One of the most reprehensible of the segregationist racists. He was a mentor to the Clintons, too, including Hillary. Oh, yeah, you didn't know this either, did you? Yeah. But the Republicans are the racists, you see. And the racists on the Supreme Court, they want to uphold this damn Constitution. They want to steal the next election. These people are sick. And they're getting sicker. That's the truth. And they're the ones tearing this country asunder. And I don't even know what asunder means. All right, here we go. By the way, in hour three, two very important candidates. You know, Keith Ellison is, they used to call him... I don't remember. I called him Keith X because he's a radical left-wing separatist. He's the attorney general of Minnesota. And he's a disaster. And he was head of the DNC at one point. He was a disaster. And his background's filled with anti-white, anti-American, anti-Semitic statements. Shh, don't tell anybody. Shh. And he's in a very close race for attorney general. He wants to get reelected in Minnesota. And we're going to bring his opponent in, Jim Schultz. And also Ted Budd, running for the U.S. Senate out of North Carolina. Very, very important candidate, a Republican. Well, we'll have both of them in hour three. And we have all kinds of other guests coming up throughout this week, next week, the following week. We're going to have Ron DeSantis. We're going to have Oz. We're going to have Rubio. Who else, Mr. Producer? I can't remember everybody. Very, very important candidates. And uh, each day for the third hour. What's that, Rich? Tudor Dixon, who's running for governor of Michigan, and she's right in there. We're going to have Bullduck back since McConnell's taken his legs out from under him. We'll get Zeldin back in here. We have Adam Laxalt, so you understand. We'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Rights, immigration, foreign policy, marriage. These subjects are a big part of political dialogue today. We talk about them often on my show. They're at the heart of so many campaigns this election. But what did our founding fathers say about these issues? We've moved so far from the founders' understanding of government that you'll be surprised by their answers. And my favorite college, Hillsdale College, is the best way to learn about the founders' deep and wise insights into human nature. Today, you can join Hillsdale professors Thomas West and David Azarad 
that as they explore the thoughts and ideas of America's founders in Hillsdale's newest free online course, The Real American Founding, A Conversation. So don't wait, folks. The midterm elections are right around the corner, and you need to understand the founders' thoughts about the pressing issues of their and our time. Watch the trailer video of The Real American Founding, A Conversation. It's a killer. And sign up for this new, completely free online course at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. You had the Asian community in San Francisco rise up and throw the damn school board members out who were pushing their radical, quite frankly, bizarre and perverse sexualizing of the children there and trying to change the names of the schools. So you had a significant Asian population. They rose up and threw out the leftists. You have a Muslim community, more than one Muslim community, Muslims throughout the country now going to school board meetings, rising up and saying, this stuff you're teaching our kids is unacceptable. It's unacceptable. You have Christian groups who've been doing this. You have Orthodox Jewish groups that have been doing this. You have parents who may not be affiliated with any faith. People have had enough of this, and the consequence is these killer test scores that are just dropping through the floor. There's no merit-based pay. It's all these union contracts. It's outrageous. The biggest supporter of the Democrat Party, in terms of an institution financing and working the polls, is the National Education Association and the American Federation of Teachers, bigger than any other force. Number two, by the way, in terms of money, the trial lawyers. I have been blessed. Look, I have been blessed. I've been a part of a number of what we call sort of political revolutions. The school choice movement. I just posted something from August 28, 2013 on Twitter and my other platforms. If you get a chance, listen to it. It's a show I did, obviously, almost 20 years ago about school choice. Over 40 years ago, there was a decision that changed the course of education, which makes school choice possible in this country today. 50 years ago, it was not because of various court rulings and so forth. So a few small conservative and libertarian legal groups, including and led by Landmark Legal Foundation and the Institute for Justice, litigated this issue. We litigated this issue. The great president of Landmark, Pete Hutchison, was right up to his eyeballs in this stuff. And the case that was won that opened the floodgates was at the state level, the Supreme Court of Wisconsin. Of Wisconsin. I want you to check it out. It's up there on the, on the platforms. And we'll be right back. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. 
Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship, Pure Talk. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number eight seven seven. Anyway, uh, Jason Johnson is a uh, contributor to MSNBC and a contributor to loathsome propaganda this country. I have no idea who he is or what he does, but that goes for most of the people on MSLSD. And um, well, let's listen to this. Cut four. Go. I am the political scientist, so I was kind of looking at the data and, and you know, did some background work Whoa, on this. Oh, now we know what he was. He's a political... Let's start over. Now we know what he is, a political scientist. Well, some kind of scientist, more like a mad scientist. Go ahead. I am the political scientist, so I was kind of looking at the data and, and you know, did some background work on this. It's actually even worse than what's reported, because you have to understand that When it comes to terms that are considered polarizing, terms like fascism and Nazi are considered to be polarizing terms. But unfortunately, those are the correct ways to describe what is happening with Republicans. So so in many respects, if you you go, there you go. Stop, please. Ooh, how's your finger doing there, Mr. Producer? Just curious. Um, This is pretty loathsome, don't you think, America? Fascism, Nazism are considered to be polarizing terms, but unfortunately, those are the correct way to describe what is happening with Republicans. Now, the problem is we've got a big percentage of the country that doesn't understand what happened under Hitler and Nazism. Because there's no reason Jason Johnson should be on television ever again. So Republicans are rounding up Jews and sending them to concentration camps. Republicans are executing Jews by the tens of thousands and burying them in mass graves. So Republicans are making lampshades out of the skin of Jews. Republicans are pulling gold teeth out of the mouths of Jews. Is that what Republicans are doing? Well, that's what Nazism is. Cremating people alive, is that what the Republicans are doing? This guy's a political scientist, and he's a contributor to MSNBC, which is owned by Comcast. There's not even any way to respond to this kind of lunacy. And it is spewed day in and day out, 24-7, 365, on MSNBC and CNN. It is constant. Constant. Then there's this guy, Matthew Dowd. He's a former Republican. Now he's flipped. And MSNBC collects them like, like they collect stamps. You got him, you got Nicole Wallace, you've got one after another. 
You see, Democrats and leftists and never Trumpers can say anything, anything about their fellow fellow humans. So Joy Reid is among the lowest of the low lives, and she is a low life. We've contacted them and asked her to come on the show. She won't. Why? She's a coward. But listen to this, read and then doubt. Cut five, go. You know, and Matthew, we talk about this all the time. Democracy on the ballot. It's not just a slogan. You know, I no, mean, we're it's talking not about- just a slogan. And of course, you Democrats don't even believe in it. Remember the Constitution? Joy. What do you think of the Constitution? What do you think of the people who wrote? See, they're schizophrenic. 1619 Project, a white supremacist society. But we set up a democracy. It's really a republic. I don't need to go through that every time. And these people set up a republic, and we want to save it. And the Republicans want to knock it down. Make up your damn mind, mushhead. Make up your damn mind. You fraud. Go ahead. Women literally losing agency over themselves. Donald Trump has said... Women losing agency over themselves? Really? How about babies losing agency over themselves? No, no, no. That doesn't even come into question. No. Women losing agency over themselves. You were leading the charge in the media, among others, against the... Law enforcement, the cops who were protecting women so they could have agency over themselves from predators. Remember that, Joy? Go ahead. Was the election already in advance? Is he going to do it? Philly. Donald Trump's challenging the election in advance. Hillary Clinton's challenging the 2024 election. Go ahead. Right. I mean, it's not even being hidden at this point. It's just fascism in the open. And what scares me fascism in the open. What's fascism in the open? Fascism in the open. You're fascists and you're Nazis. This is MSNBC. You had this Jason Johnson. Now you have Joy Reid. Go ahead. Not sure everybody minds. You know, I think there are some people who will just sit back and let it happen, thinking it won't be that bad. And that, to me, is almost more dangerous than the radicals. Well, I mean, I'm not calling, uh, I'm not going to say that, you know, the GOP are Nazis at this point or whatever, but it certainly sounds very familiar to what happened in Germany, which is a bunch of citizens, Adolf Hitler gets a third of the vote, Nobody thought it could happen there. They kind of went along because they said he was going to solve the economy and fix inflation. Yeah, uh, you can, that's right. You can hear those sorts of things. And then, oh, lo and behold, a few years later, they lost their democracy. And they're all like, How so, ladies happen? and gentlemen, you see, you see, I'm not going to call them Nazis, but it certainly reminds me of Nazis and Hitler. Because Hitler said he was going to solve inflation. Now, Hitler did a hell of a lot more than that, ladies and gentlemen. This guy is a reprobate he's an illiterate which is why they have him on msnbc it's the home of reprobates and illiterates starting with the morning schmo show in the morning but this guy matthew dowd he's got a real he's got applesauce for a brain just an idiot so why is he on there because he's stupid he'll say what they want him to say he's a grifter 
Do I need to go into the history of Germany and the Nazis, Mr. Producer? Do I have to do this today? Do I have to educate Matthew Dowd and all the rest of the, the clods and the clowns and the goofballs all over the media? But let me put it to you this way, Matty. If inflation is what gave us Hitler, then shouldn't we fight inflation, you moron? Ladies and gentlemen, inflation is what destroys a society. It destroys an economy. It destroys a people. It destroys everything that you've earned. That's what it does. How about we go to reality? Because Matthew is unaffected by any of this. The more the nation crumbles, the more Matthew's paid to get on TV and be an ass. But it's worse. And let me tell you about it. Trying to find this article. Here we go. Most Americans falling behind on retirement savings. Well, they must be Nazis, huh, Mr. Producer? In a sign of trouble to come, sign of trouble to come, this is KTLA in L.A., Uh, A new survey finds that most Americans aren't keeping up with retirement savings. The monkey and the wrench, of course, is sky-high inflation that's cutting into people's incomes. The bank rate survey finds 55% of Americans say their retirement savings are lagging their future financial requirements. Nearly 35% say they're significantly behind on their savings. Another 20% says they're somewhat behind. This would include many of you. Those who already feel behind are twice as likely to be contributing less this year than workers who feel they're on track or ahead of where they should be, said Bank Rates Chief Financial Analyst Greg McBride. This is an understandable development. Millions of Americans are now getting by paycheck to paycheck. By a shortage of retirement funds in coming years, that will imperil many people on fixed incomes who may have difficulty paying the rent or affording food and or medicine. Workers who are not contributing more to the retirement accounts this year overwhelmingly point to inflation as the reason. And by more than two to one margin over any other single response, McBride said. So what you have in your pension funds, your IRA or 401k, whatever you have, has been cut by like 30%. If you're tapping into those funds, you're dealing with inflation that's going through the roof. And when it comes to food... And gasoline, home heating oil, and a roof over your head, it's going up by double-digit inflation. Double digits. And then, for the future, people who aren't retired but are putting money aside for the retirement are now putting aside less because they need money today to pay for what's going on today. It's a disaster. And you have a jackass like Matthew Dow talking about Nazi Germany. Of which he knows nothing. Dowd. I think he's German. Nonetheless. Workers are not contributing more to the retirement accounts this year overwhelmingly. They point to inflation. Making matters more uncertain. Some Republican politicians have suggested they'll seek cuts to Social Security. I read you that line in this piece because they were doing just fine right up until then. There's not a single 
Republican, and they use the plural, some Republicans, who's supporting cutting Social Security. Not one. Not one. This is what they do. They regurgitate Biden. And he doesn't quote anybody, whoever wrote this. They just say it. People are having great difficulty putting aside money for their retirement. They're having great difficulty making ends meet. If you hate America, you vote Democrat. It's that simple. Jason Johnson sounds like a Marxist. Matthew Dowd sounds like a Marxist. Roy Re- Joy Reid sounds like a Marxist. But they're propaganda. Oh, you said don't say fascism. I'll say what I want, given what they say. Unbelievable what's going on. This is your media. These are the so-called experts in the media. Look what's happening to people. This is real world. This is happening. Let's see. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. With the upcoming midterms, keep something in mind. You don't just vote at the ballot box. You vote with your every dollar you spend and the companies you spend them with. Verizon Wireless customers, you're supporting a company that dropped One America News. AT&T customers, your company owns far-left CNN. And T-Mobile, your CEO reportedly advised Democrats on how to beat Trump. Don't give your money to woke wireless companies. Instead, choose Pure Talk, a company that believes in family values. And they also believe in giving you great service at a low cost, like unlimited talk, text, and plenty of data for just 30 bucks a month. Average family saves almost $1,000 a year. I'm a Pure Talk customer, folks. Here's what I like. Same network, same coverage, same phone, lower bill, and 30 days risk-free. Switching can take just 10 minutes. It's a no-brainer. Show corporate America you're done funding their leftist policies. Go to puretalk.com and enter promo code Levin Podcast. That's L-E-V-I-N Podcast to save 50% off your first month. Again, puretalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast, L-E-V-I-N Podcast, and make the switch to my company, Pure Talk. You know, there's a big debate tonight in Pennsylvania between Oz and Fetterman, and you can see the Democrat media already. If Fetterman shows that he's competent, that's a big win. So in other words, if Fetterman doesn't drool all over himself, can speak in one or two complete sentences, and not be distracted, he's win- he-, he wins. Does that make sense? In other words, if Fetterman can avoid being Joe Biden, but we know that's not true. It doesn't matter what Fetterman does. They're going to try and push him. The same media that gave us Joe Biden wants to give us John Fetterman. Listen to this. Matthew Dowd, you putz. Yahoo Finance, Bloomberg. Fed is losing billions, wiping out profits that funded Spending. Now, this is, folks, you remember what happened? I think it was 2008 when the economy collapsed, the markets collapsed. Remember all that? It's coming. Profits and losses aren't usually thought of as a consideration for central banks. 
but rapidly mounting red ink at the Federal Reserve and many peers risks becoming more than just an accounting oddity. The Federal Reserve is, in effect, people won't say this, our central national bank. It's what it is. With a printing press. And, of course, the Federal Reserve, like so much the government does, was intended to ensure that we have sound money. It wasn't intended to be the the drug dealer to the drug addict spenders in Congress. But it is. The bond market is enduring its worst sell-off in a generation. Triggered by high inflation and the aggressive interest rate hikes the central banks are implementing. Falling bond prices in turn mean paper losses on the massive holdings that the Fed and others accumulated during their rescue efforts in recent years. You see, modern economic theory, ladies and gentlemen, Modern economic theory is the theory that you can spend as much as you want. It's a Marxist theory. You can spend as much as you want, pushed by the Democrats, because all we have to do is print the money. Who can stop us? The laws of economics stop you, you idiot. Rate hikes also involve central banks paying out more interest on the reserves that commercial banks park with them. That's tipped the Fed into operating losses creating a hole that may ultimately require the Treasury Department to fill via debt sales. The U.K. Treasury is already preparing to make up a loss at the Bank of England. Debt sales. They have to sell more debt, listen, to cover existing debt, Mr. Producer. Debt on top of debt. In other words, let me put it in plain English. That's like getting a new credit card in order to pay some of the debt on the old credit card. And the interest is unbelievable. Do you know we're going to have over $700 billion as a line item on the federal budget this year in interest payments? They're not sure if it's $700 billion or $900 billion. Almost a trillion dollars. This stuff doesn't just come from nothing. Like electricity just doesn't come from nothing. And these are the fools that are trying to rejigger our our energy system. Britain's move highlights a dramatic shift in countries using the U.S., where central banks are no longer significant contributors to government revenues. The U.S. Treasury will see a stunning swing, going from receiving about $100 billion last year from the Fed to a potential annual loss rate of $80 billion by the end of the year. The counting losses threaten to fuel criticism. <coughs> Cholera. Of the asset purchase programs undertaken to rescue markets and economies. There's nothing left. There's no money left in the safe. The federal government's running out of tricks and tools and debt on top of debt. That's what's happening. There's not enough foreign currency to bail us out. That's what happens when you spend trillions of trillions of dollars in a less than 20 month period to try and buy votes and destroy capitalism and change the nature of our country. They've succeeded. We're unraveling. That's exactly what's happening. So much so that the Fed, the Federal Reserve can't even keep up. Well, then what? Depression. That's what comes. I'll be right back. 
With the upcoming midterms, keep something in mind. You don't just vote at the ballot box. You vote with your every dollar you spend and the companies you spend them with. Verizon Wireless customers, you're supporting a company that dropped One American News. AT&T customers, your company owns far-left CNN. And T-Mobile, your CEO reportedly advised Democrats on how to beat Trump. Don't give your money to woke wireless companies. Instead, choose Pure Talk, a company that believes in family values. And they also believe in giving you great service at a low cost, like unlimited talk, text, and plenty of data for just 30 bucks a month. Average family saves almost $1,000 a year. I'm a Pure Talk customer, folks. Here's what I like. Same network, same coverage, same phone, lower bill, and 30 days risk-free. Switching can take just 10 minutes. It's a no-brainer. Show corporate America you're done funding their leftist policies. Go to puretalk.com and enter promo code Levin Podcast. That's L-E-V-I-N Podcast to save 50% off your first month. Again, puretalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast, L-E-V-I-N Podcast, and make the switch to my company, Pure Talk. Mark Levin, America's tyranny hunter. Call in now, 877-381-3811. Well, the press secretary today uh, said something quite profound. Go ahead, Mr. Producer. And, you know, it is, it is, um, it is, you know, it is not, uh, it is, a, it is, you know, it is reckless. Wow. And very to the point. But we've collected a whole bunch of mumblers, all Democrats, over the years. And what better time to remind us of what we're dealing with than this? Go. What are they? Can you get a funding? The ghost track? They have an idea. It costs when, if you, they just gave, you gave them. With the, the withdrawal, bringing U.S. home troops from home. And, and, and the, the, the. But resist, we much, we must, and we will much about that be committed. I, 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 I'm, I'm a warrior. Um, you know, the, the, that, it was, I mean, they said that. Look, the, 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 yeah, the, I was a strip. Was it him? Well, I, 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 I didn't. If, 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 if we, if we, you know, it, it, it uh, you know, it, 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 it. We can walk and chew gum. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the go. You know the, you know the thing. True and international under pressure. Been impeached for inciting the erection. Donald John, Donald John Trump incited the erection, insurrection. And uh, what am I doing here? I'm going to lose track here. And uh, to confidence in the integrity. Private, private uh, 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 economic uh, part of the um, the um, uh, Mr. Uh, the, uh, the, the I do some of you to some of the leadership of 
No, 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 don't. You know how much I'm going to do with the deficit this year? Bridges and those bonds that are collapsing. And, you know, it is, it is, it is, you know, it is not, it is a, it is. Well, there we go. Gibberish. And they're very, very good at it. So you see, Republicans want to eliminate Social Security and Medicare. Now, how do we know that? Because the Democrats keep saying it. Which Republicans? I keep asking the question. Which one? They're such liars, ladies and gentlemen. They drive up the cost of your food. They drive up the cost of housing. They drive up interest rates. They drive up the cost of fuel. They create shortages of electricity, shortages of home heating fuel. We're going to have lines for cars, for gasoline. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. They're on a suicide pact, but unfortunately, they're trying to drag us down with them. So here's Biden. He's hoping, he's trying. This has got to work. Carvel said on TV, keep accusing the Republicans of trying to get rid of Social Security and Medicare. So when was that bill introduced? Never. Cut seven, go. Democrats are going to protect Social Security and Medicare. Republicans have been very clear. They've stated boldly that they want to cut Social Security and Medicare. And to the point that they'll shut down the government, they say, and send the nation into default, which raises prices for everyone if we do not cut Social Security and Medicare. I ain't going to do it. Oh, he's brave. He's not going to do something that they're not going to do. Now. If the government shuts down, the government has shut down many times in the past, since the 1970s, under the Budget Control Act. It shut down six times under Ronald Reagan. He shut it down because of the Democrats' spending, and they wouldn't support a number of his military objectives in terms of uh, funding various programs. The full faith and credit clause of the Constitution has nothing to do with this. And I'm sure I'm going to have to get into this again, as I always do, every time the Democrats pull this. Why is that? Excluded by statute, by federal statute, in any government shutdown is Social Security and Medicare. Did you know that? Now, why is that? Because at least theoretically, they're separate trust funds that have nothing to do with the general operations of the federal government. So Social Security and Medicare are on different tracks. So if they're going to close the government, has nothing to do with Social Security and Medicare. Zero. That's number one. Number two, Paul Ryan, back when he was actually a sensible and rational human being, he told us on this program way back in 2010, that wasn't it, I think, Mr. Producer, that when they shut down the government, quote-unquote, they're talking about 19% of the government. 81% of the government remains open, but they try and punish you. Number three, when they quote-unquote shut down the government, that doesn't stop tax revenue from coming in. They didn't shut down the IRS. Has the government ever said we're shut down, don't send in your tax bill, Mr. Producer? No, they've never said that. So the government continues to receive record amounts of, Record amounts of your income, taxation, 
during the course of the time when the government is quote-unquote shut down. So it can't even conceivably hurt the full faith and credit. And yet Biden says it, McConnell says it, all the old dogs in Washington say it because they don't want a problem. So we'll have massive inflation and potential depression because they can't stop spending. What is it that stops? When you pass a budget, an authorization, money to go with it, the authorization bill on the budget, the money to go with it, you're passing a budget to spend money on things that are happening now, presently. This is our present budget. What they're upset about is if you can't get a new budget, they can't spend stuff in the future on massive spending. They're going to say you're not paying your debt. You haven't even incurred that debt yet because that debt hasn't happened yet. Do you understand what I'm saying, Rich? So in other words, in your own budget, if you sit down with your wife, your significant other, sit down with your cat, whatever you do, you say, all right, next year, this is what we're going to spend. All right, all right. Well, we don't have the budget. All right, well, how does that affect your full faith and credit? You're still getting money coming in. You're still paying off the debt that you've actually incurred. You haven't incurred the future debt yet. Again, we'll get to this later. The point is, this is the game Washington plays. This is the game the editorial page of the Wall Street Journal plays. This is the game McConnell plays. This is the game Washington and their sycophants play. All the time. But Social Security and Medicare? Ladies and gentlemen, as I said earlier, there is some truth to this. Your Social Security is being cut. Even though they're going to give you an 8% increase, it's being cut. Because all these months when inflation was 8%, 9%, 7.9%, whatever it's been, it's been a tax on your Social Security check. Those of you who are on other pensions, it's a tax on your pension. So in other words, the Democrats are in fact taxing your Social Security. By the way, this judge and this Waukesha, Wisconsin case where this mass killer racist defendant keeps taking off his shirt, keeps prancing around the courtroom, is making it difficult for her to control the courtroom. She's a very attractive judge, by the way. What she needs to do with him is keep him in jail. Keep him in jail. Don't bring him to the courtroom. There's not a circuit court in any state that would rule against her on those grounds. Literally, she needs to control that courtroom, and one of the ways you control it is get him the hell out of there. Just saying. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. With the upcoming midterms, keep something in mind. You don't just vote at the ballot box. You vote with your every dollar you spend and the companies you spend them with. Verizon Wireless customers, you're supporting a company that dropped One American News. 
AT&T customers, your company owns far-left CNN. And T-Mobile, your CEO reportedly advised Democrats on how to beat Trump. Don't give your money to woke wireless companies. Instead, choose Pure Talk, a company that believes in family values. And they also believe in giving you great service at a low cost, like unlimited talk, text, and plenty of data for just 30 bucks a month. Average family saves almost $1,000 a year. I'm a Pure Talk customer, folks. Here's what I like. Same network. Network, same coverage, same phone, lower bill, and 30 days risk-free. Switching can take just 10 minutes. It's a no-brainer. Show corporate America you're done funding their leftist policies. Go to puretalk.com and enter promo code Levin Podcast. That's L-E-V-I-N Podcast to save 50% off your first month. Again, puretalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast, L-E-V-I-N Podcast, and make the switch to my company, Pure Talk. I know he is a lawyer for himself. Just to be clear, what I'm saying is put him in another room. You can actually do the trial by Zoom if you have to. And uh, uh, there's other things you can do to him, too, to uh, to punish him as well. And uh, the judge needs to get control of that courtroom. Won't be easy, but there's other judges that have had to deal with this sort of thing, too. And uh, it's the way it goes. We're going to have two great guests on next hour. We're going to have the candidate who's running against Keith X, a.k.a. Keith Ellison, who is a Marxist. His name is Jim Schultz. He's got a shot at this, too. He's in the rice. Minnesota Attorney General candidacy. We need to win the seat. In North Carolina, we have a solid conservative, Ted Budd, who's running there. It's a close race. We don't want to overlook it. And we'll have many more throughout the course of the remaining days before the election. Then on election night, we have a full show, 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern. If there's any, any affiliate that dares to preempt this show, you can go to our podcast. Now, the best way to get to our podcast is to download it now. And Mr. Producer and our staff have put together the most fantastic page of links of any show. MarkLevinShow.com. We have a page of links right there. Correct, Mr. Producer? MarkLevinShow.com slash links. Couldn't be easier. MarkLevinShow.com slash links. Let's get it up on our social sites, Mr. Producer. And let's encourage everybody to go there and download the app, any app you want. For our podcast. And if you find on Tuesday, election day, November 8th, that somebody's putzing around, you can listen directly. We're going to cover every race that we have results in. Now, the problem is at 6 p.m., there aren't a lot of results, but they start to come in around 7 p.m. I get information. I won't tell you the sources about some of the uh, data that's been collected as people have gone to the polls. We will get a sense for some of these races. And then I have to analyze what's going on. And no brag, just fact. I've done it for 20 years. Nobody does it better than I do. They just don't. Which is why that night, everybody wants me to come on their show. Podcast, radio show, TV. And I say, no. 6 to 9 p.m. That's it. Right here. And so I hope you'll join us. Very, very important. All right. 
I can't take a call right now. There's not enough time. Ron DeSantis in his debate last night. He really had a terrific showing. Let's go to cut 11, Mr. Producer. Go. You know, Charlie Chris has voted with Joe Biden 100% of the time to give up these inflationary policies and to drive up the cost of everything that we're doing. And the fact of the matter is, over the last two years, we've now have record inflation all across this country at 40-year highs. He supports Biden's energy policies, which have made gas and utilities more expensive. Uh, that is wrong. And I would also say this. You mentioned, Liz, that people are flocking to Florida. That would not have happened if Charlie Chris had his way. He wrote me a letter in July of 2020 saying you need to shut down the state of Florida. He said you need to force people to shelter in their own homes. That would have destroyed the state of Florida. That would have caused that would have caused our tourism industry to go into the toilet. It would have locked out millions of kids from school. I rejected Charlie Chris's lockdown letter. I kept this state open and I kept this state free. And we now have the biggest budget surplus in the history of Florida. Uh, we have a 2.5% unemployment, governor, second lowest time. on record, and we just did the biggest tax cut in Florida Thank history. You, governor. People of Florida are very lucky to have this governor. That's why people are flocking to Florida. You know, people vote with their feet. Now we need you to vote with your hand. It's a big deal. We will continue with our candidate series because we're on a mission here to help save the country. And no matter where you live, no matter how you're listening to this program, this is crucially, crucially important. By the way, we should do a survey one of these days, Mr. Producer. How many want me to do a podcast with a video? I'm flirting with it, folks. I'll be right back. Inflation is everyone thinking about different ways to cut back, whether it's driving less or dining out less or buying less from the grocery store. We can all agree there's nothing fun about less. That's why I use Upside. Upside is an incredible app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines out. In other words, all of us. With Upside, I don't have to cut back because I get cash back on every purchase. To get started, download the Upside app, use my promo code Rewind, and get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. Next, claim an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside. Check in at the business, pay as usual with your credit card, and then you get paid. Upside users earn more than a million dollars every week. That's why they have a 4.8 star rating on the App Store. Download the free, I said free, Upside app and use promo code Rewind to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code Rewind, Upside app. He's here. He's here. Now broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. By the way, in his debate, Lee Zeldin has actually been doing a fantastic job, and uh, one of the things he said is he calls for a state spending cap, cutting taxes, reverse a ban on natural gas extraction to address New York's economic struggles. And I quote, New York is going to be back open for business, baby, January 1st. 
So he's had a hell of a great debate night. New Yorkers, you have an opportunity to save your state. And Minnesotans, you have an opportunity to save your state. And one of the most important ways to save it is to get rid of Keith Ellison. Keith Ellison, who was a Marxist radical. Keith Ellison, who was a member of the House. Keith Ellison, who was head of the DNC. Keith Ellison, who is a disastrous attorney general for the state of Minnesota. And so I wanted to bring his opponent, Republican Jim Schultz, on the program. Jim Schultz, how are you, sir? I'm doing well, Mark. Thanks so much for having me on. We've never spoken, have we? No, we have not. No, we have not. It's really a pleasure to be with you. It is a pleasure. How does your race look? I heard it was pretty close. Yeah, you know, we're on we're on track to get it done. We're going to we have to work hard for two more weeks. But the most recent poll from Trafalgar, of course, a great pollster, had us up by five points. And so we're uh, we're on track to, to get it done. And it'll, and it'll be the first time um, we, uh, when we get it done. we got to work hard, but we're on track to do it. It'll be the first time in 56 years that a Republican has won the attorney general's race in Minnesota. Well, why why should the people of Minnesota? Well, let's do it this way. What is what are the great differences between you and Ellison? Well, it's hard to know where to start, but it starts with the, his reckless uh, his approach to violent crime. I mean, this is a man who is all in on the defund the police movement, you know, a guy who backed defunding Minnesota's largest police force, the Minneapolis police force, during a period in which we're living through the greatest increase in violent crime in decades. Um, this is at, he's as reckless and extreme as they, as they come, and we've got to get, you know, get back to basics, actually prosecuting violent crime in our state. And I'm, I'm proud to say I'm endorsed by probably more men and women in law enforcement uh, across our state than any candidate for any office in the state of Minnesota's history um, because people are just fed up here. You know, we're living through, you know, just last year in, in Minneapolis alone, there were 750 carjackings uh, in our cities, uh, in our city. And, uh, and you know, people are, you know, people, people want change. People want, want to be safe in their homes. They want to be safe on the streets. And right now people don't have it. You know, it's interesting as, as an outsider, I haven't been to Minnesota much, but that said, Minneapolis-St. Paul, at least from the outside, you know, I'm from Philly, used to be viewed as pretty safe uh, couple of cities there that, yeah. That, yeah. Uh, that were under control. And then all of a sudden it blows up. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, how, how do you address that sort of thing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, um, you know, in the wake of the murder of George Floyd, we had incredible recklessness from our state's leadership. They sat on their hands. Well, Minneapolis and St. Paul burned. They just sat idly, failed to call the National Guard in a timely manner. They, you know, sent messages that it was acceptable to riot and otherwise. And now we're living through the uh, through the consequences of it. And so to address it, you know, we've got to we've got to do a few things. And it starts with actually prosecuting violent crime again. And I mean, we've had this revolving door where criminals are not held accountable for their actions. And we can't have that. You know, criminals have to know if you commit serious crime, you're going to spend serious time in prison. And right now, that's they don't they don't feel that way. So that we're going to do that from the AG's office. We're going to actually get back to to um, to having consequences for criminals. You know, number two, you know, we've got to get back to supporting law enforcement. I mean, it's just absolutely outrageous the, the defund the police movement so absolutely reckless and we've got to we've got to ensure we're supporting law enforcement making sure they have the resources they need the answer to to extraordinary increases in violent crime should not have been to defund the police it should have been at, to ask how many how much more resources do they need to ensure that we can keep our community safe so we've got to we've got to support them and we have to, you know, you know, right now, by virtue of this kind of this recklessness coming from so many different quarters, whether it be Keith Ellison or Ilhan Omar or other far left extremists, you know, we've really undermined the morale of police all around the country. 
and we've emboldened criminals. And we have to we have to reverse that, reset the tone where, where we're again going to insist that people who do commit crime do, do have consequences. We're talking to Jim Schultz. He's running for attorney general in Minnesota against Keith Ellison. Keith Ellison really is uh, is sort of the 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 poster guy for uh, for this this radical view of criminal justice, which is justice for criminals, and um, and it's had dire consequences not just for uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul, but for the entire state of Minnesota. And you have an enormous influence on these local prosecutors, these DAs, as we saw with Keith Ellison himself. How does yep. you say the latest poll says you're five points ahead? How's the money going? How's the ground game? Uh, well, it's it's great. It's great. We on the on the money side, we'll raise uh, dramatically more than any candidate for Minnesota Attorney General on the Republican side in history. So we've got the resources we need to be um, to have a real really big presence on on TV. There's lots of outside groups who are also spending in the race, uh, the Republican Attorney General's Association and others. And um, and so the um, that that's great. The ground game is is great as well. I mean, people are people are energized. I mean, you see this all around the country where Republicans are fed up with um, with the Biden administration, fed up in Minnesota with our far left leadership here. And so people are animated, whether it be making phone calls, knocking on doors. Um, I mean, they know that Keith Ellison is, as you as you point out, Mark, as as extreme as they come. This is a guy who you represented a man implicated in the killing of a cop uh, in, uh, in, in, in the nineties and has been, you know, he got behind every far left extremist cause to the course of his career. And so Minnesotans know that we need change in this, um, in this office. And so that people are really, really excited about the process, uh, prospect of making history here. I mean, as I mentioned at the beginning, you know, over 50 years that we've had Democrat attorney generals in the state of Minnesota and people are very excited about the, uh, the, the path here to, um, to turning that around. You know, early in his career, such as it is, Keith Ellison was tied in with this this Farrakhan organization. You know that, I take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He He's was, always yeah. been he was, part of this radical. Yeah. You know this, this this truly radical mindset, this radical agenda, and the fact that. He's the top law enforcement officer of a state, Minnesota or any state, is really shocking. How do you think that happened? Yeah, I mean, it was a, um, you know, in 2018, it was kind of a, um, it was, well, that was only his first elected in for the attorney general's race. He had been in Congress for, for 12 years from, from Minneapolis area, of course, deep blue. And, you know, he, you know, he wasn't... Um, you know, it's just kind of this, you know, Minnesotans, because of the focus of the office on kind of consumer protection, they just kind of gave him a pass on the fact that he was so extreme when it came to, you know, criminal justice and otherwise. And um, and so, and of course, 2018 was a tough year for Republicans broadly. And so we ended up with a um, with an attorney general who's far more interested in the rights of criminals than the rights of victims. And to be far more interested in, you know, pushing forward far left causes than simply doing justice every day. And it's, an, you know, the, his conduct in office has been an absolute outrage. I mean, it's just, you know, the back defunding the police as the attorney general is an absolute disgrace. I mean, there's just no other way to say it. That is an absolute disgrace. He should spend the rest of his career apologizing for it, not only losing this race, he should spend his rest of his career asking for forgiveness. I mean, what a, and then you see the total destruction of so many cities around our country, whether it be Minneapolis or Philadelphia or San Francisco, courtesy of these extremist prosecutors who who are, are insist that the way to deal with with crime is anything but actually prosecuting crime, and that is just outrageous. 
Now, uh, we're talking to Jim Schultz, who's running for Attorney General in Minnesota against Keith Ellison. Uh, tell everybody a little bit about your background. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so I grew up in a tiny town in rural Minnesota, a town of 186 people. Um, went to a college here in town called St. Thomas um, in St. Paul, and then had the opportunity to go to Harvard Law School. I, uh, I met my wife, uh, my wife out there, and we together have three beautiful little girls. Um, in a lot of ways, this race didn't make sense for me. I've been in the private sector all my career and was in a you know comfortable spot in uh, in life. And I've got my daughters are seven, three, and one. And uh, my wife and I, to be honest with you, haven't slept in about four years. But we um, we just looked around uh, Minnesota and felt like we were losing the state we had known and loved. Uh, and we just felt like we had to step forward at this moment in Minnesota's history. And uh, and a lot of states are facing it. You know, we're just because of because of these horrendous policies around crime, there, you know, these states are being, are being absolutely destroyed. And I call it a man-made disaster, you know, because it didn't have to be this way. It could have been different, but, mm-hmm. but instead we've had these reckless politicians that have, um, that have just driven uh, cities and driven states into the ground. And so, so that's, that's a bit of who I am and you know, why I stepped into the race. Well, we have a lot of these, no offense, crazy-ass phony prosecutors and attorneys general. You got Letitia James in, uh, in yep. New York. You got Keith Ellison in Minnesota. These people must be defeated if we're going to get the rule of law back. And I'm glad you came on, Jim Schultz. If you want to help Jim and you're in Minnesota in particular, go Jim for M-N-A-G, MinnesotaAG.com. That's Jim for M-N, short for Minnesota, A-G.com. We're posting it on our social sites, and I wish you all the best of luck, my friend. Thank you very much, Mark. Really appreciate your time. All right. God bless. We'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Another crucial election, ladies and gentlemen, in North Carolina. Solid conservative Ted Budd running against a solid radical leftists on the democrat side ted budd how are you sir mark i'm 14 days that's how i'm that's how i'm doing here in north carolina we are running wide open and got good momentum but it's always close here in north carolina thanks for having me on all right what do the you're very welcome what what does it seem like it's coming down to in north carolina in terms of issues and in turn your your opponent's a true radical Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're seeing, I mean, just the more we dig into her record, the, the worse it gets. She's running away from her record. I'm running towards my record. Uh, you know, I've, I've got a great record in the U.S. Congress. But people are t- talking about the things that the Democrats want to change the subject to. They're talking about inflation. They're talking about crime. They're talking about education. And, uh, you, you know, it's inflation is in very real terms. Like, hey, this is the grocery cart that I could afford two years ago, but this is all I can afford now. I don't know how, like, eight weeks ago they're getting their kids back in school. I can't afford gas. I can't afford and, and to buy new blue jeans and new backpacks. So they're talking about it in very real terms. And then I go to another part of the state, and I sit down with parents talking about their wonderful children that aren't coming home because, you know, they, they, they were had something that was laced with fentanyl or, you know, they got uh, caught in human trafficking and just devastating God. stories that are all because of Joe Biden's open border policies. And then the other thing they're talking about is parents want to say in their kids' education. So people that aren't even intrinsically political, that don't watch, you know, that, 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 that don't follow politics closely, they're turning out 
and they're infuriated at what the Democrats have done over the last two years. And the point is, what haven't they done? When you look at the public school classrooms, what's going on there? It's outrageous. When you look at the border, what's coming across, as you mentioned, fentanyl and so forth. When you look at massive crime increases, when you look at people, pensioners, their checks, uh, they can't afford things, or hardworking men and women, people on minimum wage, or people who have to work job to job to job, you know, like handymen or electricians or whatever. People are truly suffering, and I'm thinking to myself, how do the people who created this situation fix it? They don't. And how do the people they want to bring into Washington, like your opponent, fix it? They don't. I mean, has your opponent said anything about how she would fix inflation and gas prices? Oh, no. and you, it, It's just it's like uh, you know, pulling teeth to get her to even get an answer on inflation to even talk about it. You know, they say that you can't as a Republican win a debate. Well, we won that thing hands down about two weeks ago, and she didn't have any good answers for inflation. You know what you do? If you hire people and this is the job they do, you fire them. And that's the chance we get in exactly 14 days. Early voting has already started here in North Carolina. Republicans are turning out. Uh, unaffiliated are furious. We think that some of the Democrats that are turning out are probably going to be voting for Republicans this year. We're going to be voting for me and the school board folks that are Republican all up and down the ballot because they're ticked. And uh, they realize that they, they want to go to the polls and they want to fire the Democrats that have done this lousy job over the last two years. Are you getting any money from the uh, Republican institutions in Washington, Mitch McConnell, people like that? You know, we're... We're glad to have money from everywhere. I just want to let folks know, since you're having me on, it's tedbud.com. And yeah. it's one D on Ted and two on Bud. So please support my race. And, look, I'm glad that uh, every single person. I'm every hoping they are. Flavor, are they? Yeah, they are. Every single flavor Good. of Republican is helping on this race. You know, we've got uh, uh, the, the whole spectrum of Republicans have come together. We're unified. Mm-hmm. We're locking arms. And we're out to win this thing. And i tell you what, we're not letting up. I, I had a race car uh, driver and owner told me uh, last week, he said, you don't let up until you see the checkered flag, and nor will we. We're going to run hard, and we're not going to lift in the corners, and we're working seven days a week, and we're not letting up because it's too important, not just to North Carolina, Mark, it's too important to our country. I need to ask you, I ask every uh, every guest who's a candidate here, how's your ground game? Because that's crucial. You know, we've got one of the best state parties in the country right here. When I'm around the country and I, I see other state chairs coming in, ours, Michael Wiley, is doing a great job. Every time I get a number from him, my numbers are always outdated because he says he's knocked with the state party in conjunction with our team and in conjunction with uh, what Ron uh, McDaniel has done with the RNC. Three million doors, four million doors. The number wow. just keeps getting better and more every single time. They're out there. They're knocking doors. Uh, they're asking for people's votes. They're making phone calls. And it's so impressive what they're doing here. We've got a great get ground game on our own team and in conjunction with the state party and with the, and with the RNC. And there's so many other people, pro-life groups out there knocking doors, uh, pro-business groups out there knocking doors, you know, pro-family freedoms out there knocking doors and making phone calls. And I'm thankful for every single volunteer that stepped up and helped in this race. So you're getting the sense that all these groups, whether they're pro-life or their parents' groups or whatever they are, they're all pulling together now to try and overcome the uh, the left. 
I tell you what, we, we have to, and they are here in North Carolina. Now, I, I watch in my side view mirrors what's going on in these other, other races. Pennsylvania, I think the, uh, Dr. Oz is on stage tonight. Now you've got Nevada. You've got all these other races, Wisconsin, Georgia, you know, and some other flip seats and stretch seats that we can probably win. But I tell you what, we've got to take this country back. And I know that the road to the majority in the U.S. Senate goes right here through North Carolina. That's more one more reason why we are working so hard to win this seat. By the way, for whatever it's worth, my wife and my mother-in-law were in High Point over the weekend. You know, they have that great market down there. And Yeah, uh, we have the Super Bowl twice yeah. a year in North Carolina with the, the furniture market. That's right. You ever get down there? All the time. They, uh, you know, it's, it's amazing. That's part of the triad area where I live, uh, Greensboro, Winston-Salem, High Point. And they do such a great job, such an important industry to our state. And, uh, you know, that, that just to see furniture get devastated under NAFTA, under President Clinton, and just to see it come roaring back here uh, in North Carolina and to see High Point stay strong, and they've done such a great job in that community. Love to have uh, your friends and family uh, come here and celebrate the furniture industry right here in North Carolina. Well, it, it is fantastic, and you're right. It's coming back. And, uh, listen, we wish you all the best, Ted Bud. We need you. North Carolina, you got an opportunity to send a great conservative to the Senate. And if people want to help you, it's tedbud.com, T-E-D-B-U-D-D.com, tedbud.com, to help man phone banks and stuff, envelope, and do all the things that are necessary to win an election. You have early voting there. I've got 20 seconds. How's it looking? You know, we got great turnout among Republicans. we got huge energy. People are, are ticked off. They are turning out. But we've got 14 days to go as of today, Tuesday, and we're not letting up. November 8th no. is the big day. We plan to win it, Mark. More votes. More votes. Thank you, sir. Good luck to you, and God bless. That's Ted Budd, North Carolina, folks. TedBud.com. I'll be right back. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in America with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, house plants, much, much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. My wife Julie and I decided it was time to add more flowering trees to our landscape, and Fast Growing Tree was a great resource for us. A large selection and no hassle ordering or shipping. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on selected plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEVIN at checkout. L-E-V-I-N. Now, that's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using code LEVIN at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code L-E-V-I-N. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Please visit FastGrowingTrees.com for details. The Mark Levin Show, where the Reagan Coalition meets every day. Call now, 877-381-3811. I will be voting tomorrow. There's early voting where I live. That's right. Wednesday, October 26th is when it starts, and I will be voting. I'm not going to sit around and wait for Election Day. Now, I don't mind if you do. But to me, if it's convenient and you can vote early, do it. Let's run up the numbers. Do it. 
That's just my opinion. Some of you people live in areas where there could be bad weather. You just don't know. So that is what I am going to do anyway. All right. Crucially important and serious matter, ladies and gentlemen. Very important and serious matter. Vladimir Putin. Now, Vladimir Putin, folks, is the monster I said he is. Now, I know we have the Putinoids here with their hemorrhoids. And I know that Dizzy Lizzie Cheney has lifted my line about the Putin wing of the Republican Party or the Democrat Party. Because that's what she is. She's a fraud and a fake and a fool. Put her aside. Put her aside. Vladimir Putin is trying to set up a false flag operation. What is he trying to do? Well, we've already picked this up, and so has NATO. And he's already said as much. What he wants to do is create an explosion with radioactive nuclear waste. Lasts about 48 hours in the ground and so forth. It's not like an actual tactical nuke. Blame the Ukrainians on it because it's rather crude. They call this a dirty bomb. Of course, the Ukrainians would be fools to do that. To what end? To what end? They don't have nuclear weapons. And they know how the Russians will respond in the rest of the world. So it's a false flag operation. They want to blame it on the Ukrainians. It's very crude. With this dirty bomb, again, that is the nuclear waste. They go there and then they would say, oh, look, we have radioactivity. Uh, They tried to launch a crude nuclear bomb. And here's the evidence. When in fact, it's the Russians doing it. Putin did a similar thing in Chechnya when he wanted to take power. He blew up an apartment building, killing hundreds of Chechnyans. He blamed the Chechnyan terrorists. Then he leveled the place. He used it as, a, as an excuse, as a pretext to blow that part of the country off the face of the map. And so the concern here, and the NATO countries are sophisticated, we're sophisticated, we know exactly what he's doing. You can see the movements of different types of equipment by our satellites. Now, if we had a president who could actually speak for a living, who would make a speech to the American people today, and he would point out what's taking place. And he would explain to the American people what's taking place. And he would warn the Russians... Just the way Xi removed the former premier of China. Xi, a monster, genocidal maniac, as is Putin. But he would make it very public to the world that we know exactly what's going on, not through one of his mumbling comments while he's passing a microphone. And he'd make it abundantly clear that it won't be tolerated. But he doesn't. Now, I know the Putin wing is in this country. Sort of the old Tokyo Rose types. Everything Putin does is somehow our fault. We have an incompetent commander-in-chief who's done a lot of stupid things. 
But Putin is still a monster in our disgust for Joe Biden is not a substitute for reality when it comes to Russia and Putin. The other thing he could do is he could blow up that nuclear site that they have, the nuclear power site in Ukraine. He's come very close to doing it, which would result in hundreds and hundreds of square miles of radiation, much like Chernobyl. So what do we do about this? What did I say we should do about it months ago? Quietly, not publicly, in this regard, hope that somebody takes Putin out. Today, I want to reiterate, we should hope that somebody takes out Putin. One of his generals... One of his confidants who he hasn't assassinated yet. One of his old KGB buddies. We can hope that they will take Putin out now. Because Putin is sick. His back is against the wall. He has destroyed the lives of hundreds of thousands of people. He's enslaved about two million Ukrainians, including children, taken from their families using trains and other transportation to remove them from the country. He has asserted martial law over eastern parts of Ukraine that do not belong to Russia. But even more than that, Mark, what does this have to do with us? He keeps threatening to attack us. And if you say that the American people or the America has provoked this, then don't tell me you believe in America first. You believe in America last. Because you sound like the Marxist leftists. You sound like the communist Chinese. You sound like the fascistic Russians. I don't want to hear it. Not here. You can call somebody else. It's obvious what Putin's doing. What are the Ukrainians supposed to do? Roll over? Surrender? Get on the trains willingly that are moved into Russia? Surrender their children? The Russians are brutalizing, executing, raping people. And not just women, by the way. They're raping men and little boys. Oh, yeah. Is that okay, too? The Ukrainians aren't doing that. You know why? They don't occupy one inch of Russia. They're not sending drones into Moscow. They're not sending drones into different cities in the in, the Russia, in Russia, in the country of Russia. They're not shipping Russians into, Ukrainian, into Ukraine in order to enslave them and rape them and do all these other things. The Russians are. You need to get right on this, those of you who aren't. Most of you are. We got a lot of Russian trolls on my social sites. We know it. But I'm talking to you, red-blooded Americans. I know there's people out there who keep saying, what are we doing? What are we doing? We're trying to protect our allies and protect ourselves. And the Chinese are watching every step of the way. And if we surrender in effect like we did in Afghanistan, 
they're going to immediately invade Taiwan. It's going to get worse. It's going to get uglier. What do you think Iran's going to do? Look at what North Korea is already doing. The world is sitting on a powder keg. What we do matters. We had Benjamin Netanyahu on this program. We had him on television. What did he say? If you're weak, you have no effective diplomacy, let alone no effective military or, or purpose. And you will lose. And you will provoke the enemy if you're weak. I don't know how many times history has demonstrated that. We're woke with our military. We're underspending on our military. We're not securing the border, where we now have over 90 terrorists, known terrorists, who've come across. That's why this election is so crucial. There's so much at stake. But that's what Russia's up to. That's what Putin's up to. If you have a friend, or if there's a candidate that's sympathetic to Putin in Russia, or radio TV host, I don't know. I'm on six to nine. I don't even know what's going on out there most of the time, but you understand. Reject it. Speak up. Once again, folks, I want to encourage you to download my podcast link. Whether you use it or not, I hope you do, if, necess- if necessary, if it's more convenient. It's marklevinshow.com slash links. That's simple. M-A-R-K-L-E-V-I-N show.com slash links. It's right there. All you do is click it on and get your platform. We're up to 8 million now. 8 million. I've got more ideas, more thoughts about what I want to do with that. I use it as also a backup to Radio Free America. It's Podcast Free America particularly during this election cycle if people seek to preempt us, and there aren't many, mostly one, maybe two, then just shut that off and get to our podcast. MarkLevinShow.com slash links. Mark, L-E-V-I-N, show.com slash links. If you haven't downloaded it yet, please jump in and do. You don't know what you're missing. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. So a uh, volunteer canvasser for Marco Rubio gets beaten close to death. His jaw's broken. He has to have facial reconstruction. His eyes are swollen shut because he wore a Marco Rubio for Senate shirt and a Ron DeSantis for governor hat. And there's almost no coverage by the corrupt media. No columns by the usual Sarah Rumps, Philip Bumps, Maggot Haberman, a.k.a. Maggot Haggyman. By the way, her book is dead. She's out there trying to promote her book. Her book is dead. It's like number what? I don't know. But nobody cares. Nobody cares. They'll talk about January 6th till they're blue in the face. Liz Cheney hasn't said anything. Adam Kingsinger, nothing. Nicole Wallace, well, she can barely speak in complete sentences anyway. None of them. Nothing. Hmm. 
Now, I can do, but of course, if, and of course I should. If the person who got beaten to a pulp was a Democrat, with a Val Demings shirt and a pro-Joe Biden hat, I'm just being honest, and a minority and got beaten to, near to death, you'd never hear the end of it. And by the way, this gentleman who was beaten nearly to death <clears throat> is Hispanic. Nothing. Must be a white Hispanic. Nothing. By the way, uh, my wife's been watching this debate with uh, Oz and Fetterman, and uh, which is about over, and she told me that anybody who watches it, it's scary and frightening. He actually feels sorry for Fetterman. He, his opening statement was utterly incoherent and nonsensical. He can't respond properly. Meanwhile, Oz's answers, and he's being very gentlemanly and polite, are just killer. Subject after subject after subject. So watch how sites like Mediaite and others distort it. The Drudge Report. Drudge is apparently having some kind of nervous breakdown or something going on there. But even the mainstream corrupt radical media. Watch how they handle it. They're going to send in Obama and Biden. Now with all due respect, Biden and Fetterman on the same stage. It's not a pretty sight. It's almost like robots walking in separate directions. You know what I mean, Mr. Producer? And Obama, that will ensure victories for Republicans all over the state of Pennsylvania because we've told you about his record before. During his two terms as president, the Democrats lost 1,030 seats, state and federal. Now he's going to Pennsylvania. He's going he's to save the Democrat Party. No, he's not. He's despised. All right, here we go. Here we go. Leonard, Edison, New Jersey, on the Mark Levin app. Leonard, how are you, sir? Good. Hi, good evening. What I good evening, to hello. Is that I hear people... Hello. Pidyantif. Are you hearing? Yes. Uh, so, how'd you know? Well, nonetheless. Uh, yes, I'm a mind reader. I hear people say that we, we should not be so concerned about foreign countries, Ukraine, and so forth... I believe Ukraine was a democracy, and if we're going to be the United States of America, shouldn't we at least defend democracies around the world? And if we don't do that, we're not the United States of America. Well, we can't defend them all. We don't have enough resources and people to do that, so we'd wind up destroying ourselves. So you have to be what we call prudential. But here's a case where we have an agreement with Ukraine from 1994, and they denuclearized, if you will, in response to that agreement with the United States, Russia, in Britain. And as a result, now, Putin invaded them because he knows they don't have any nuclear missiles. So it seems to me we have some kind of obligation to help them, and we are. And we are. And we're helping them a lot. And we should continue to. That's my opinion. Thank you for your call, my friend. Ladies and gentlemen, we salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, emergency personnel, our trucker friends, the people in Taiwan and Ukraine. We stand with you. And America, get out and vote. It's voting season. Come on. Let's do it. See you tomorrow.